0: They're lazy dogs, they say.
1: He's fucking crazy today. They He's said
0: nuts. They're just going to sit around and sleep and fart. No. And like, if you want any kind of activity, then listen, you're buying yourself a rock. This is not the animal for you. Go buy a golden retriever. Go buy yourself something that's going to keep you up and going.
1: False advertising. <laughs> Our bulldog is goddamn crazy.
0: Bulldog caught one of those famed Arizona meth habits because... Uh,
1: Christ, what is wrong with him? I
0: Lordy, dare Lordy. Little puppy got some energy.
1: You're only supposed to, if you walk them at all, which you are supposed to walk, Bulldogs. That's like part of the misconception about Bulldogs that they don't like to walk. Yeah. They do need to get exercise and they do like to walk. People just buy them and say, okay, they're lazy, so I'm going to be lazy. And then their bulldog gets fat and has 600 health problems. And the owner goes, what? Well, not, so a, I, not ours. I Not ours. I literally, I'm like, you're crazy. Let's go for a walk. The rule is one minute per month of age. Okay. Technically, it should be about a six-minute walk. Six minutes. He dragged me around the neighborhood for 32 minutes. Oh,
0: shit. What, like, what would you guys do?
1: We just walked. Here's the thing. You haven't walked him yet. He's,
0: I haven't. Like we've done very, it's, 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 you know, uh, like anything else. He's AJ, my responsibility yeah. right now. AJ isn't. just has a little bit more flex time than I do. So, you know, you're doing the small walks. I thought of anything, you're getting him like down the block to oh, the, to no. the mailbox and back.
1: Hell sure. no. The mailbox. That's, that's old school, man. Now. No we shit, huh? And the problem is too, and you, you do need to learn how to walk him because he needs to be on a leash with all of us, Yeah. but he'll walk sometimes walk faster than me. But then he will see or hear something and completely shut down and will not move until you drag him a few steps and then he'll walk in front of you again.
0: I mean, isn't that kind of the same thing with bulldogs is that when they want to stop walking, they're just fucking done. Yeah, but
1: that's the thing. He doesn't, he's not done walking. He just, he hears like a leaf drop or he sees a person and freaks out. And we, 32 minutes, he's still not tired. He is still bouncing off the walls.
0: I know it sounds, you know, like A.J., Breaking my balls the other day on our social media about something about not changing toilet paper.
1: That was great. Well, lots,
0: of, lots of people related to you, apparently. Yeah,
1: this is a, it's a thing, I guess. But like You all try to pull it I over I kid you eyes.
0: not, it sounds stupid. You're like, Pat, go walk the fucking dog, right? And it's like, shit, you not. I'm kind of, you know, I, I see clients as a therapist, so you can imagine the hours that people do that. And then it just seems like by the time I get out of work, Either one, I'm doing something that I need to do like this. Like I'm like, I just got done doing clients like 10 minutes ago. And now I'm in here recording and I'm recording because in 48 minutes, I need to get our son across town to an event. Right. And I shit you not. By the time I get home because AJ has been working these overnights, the dog follows her to bed. So the dog is going to bed at like seven o'clock with her. And I shit you not. I see everyone in passing. And it's, yeah, it's, it's been a rough week. It's like funny when you say that and you're like, yeah, you got to learn how to like walk the dog. He has to learn how to walk with all of us. I'm like, fuck yeah, I just never I mean, well, not I, not even like not having the opportunity. I don't even know when that shit's happening I right didn't now. Even
1: I didn't mean today. Thursdays are crazy.
0: No, it just seems like in like in general though that you you are right by by happenstance he has become a little bit more your responsibility. Um,
1: which is fine. Sorry
0: about, I mean, I'll start seeing clients at opposite times. I have no idea.
1: Fine. It's just, (laughs) he's just a lot of work right now. And I get, I get to a point on days like this where I'm like, I don't know what else to do. But then what'd
0: you say every night, right? Every
1: night he, he (laughs) comes. So we don't let him sleep in the bed, but we do let him hang out with us while we watch TV in the bedroom. Then we put him in his crate. So he gets very excited. He bedtime is very much on him. Like he will be a crab ass until we put him to bed. Yeah. So we put him on the bed, we watch TV and put him in his crate. And every single night he lays there and he's cute and he's on his back and he's snoring and he's snuggly and I feel bad for getting pissed at him during the day every single night it's
0: like a toddler at, yeah. it's, it's like a toddler at the, at the end of the day after the toddlers ran you crazy thrown a million fits not eating the made grilled cheese mess. that you made them made a mess 19 times and then
1: you see them laying oh, in their little yeah. toddler bed yeah. in their toy story jammies cute as shit right sleeping and you're like oh I'm in the asshole same thing that's with that's what you puppy. gotta
0: do is get them in jammies
1: I'll put them in jammies you'd love that shit man
0: well, welcome on in, everybody, to the 189th episode of the Pat and AJ Podcast. AJ, of course, has me up on my toes with that after she sprung it on me last week trying to ask me what episode it was, and I wasn't sure. because i was
1: always amazed that you know.
0: wasn't quite sure what fucking day of the week it was, but I do know for a fact that this is the 189th episode of the Pat and AJ Podcast, which means you're listening to it on the release date, which is, of course, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Char, char, char. I didn't realize, and it's because, again, I'm just... um. Deal with a lot of folks now by by sense of uh, being a therapist. How many folks called St. Patty's?
1: Yes, and it's St. Patty's with two with two D. I
0: would say there's a whole fucking thing. If you guys don't know that
1: Patty P A T T Y. The Irish will tell you all about that. Doesn't exist. Don't say yeah, that. It's you. Patty P A D D Y.
0: Yep. Um, and I noticed that a lot. And it, it, it's weird too because the more you move west, the less the holiday. I feel like. Is a big deal?
1: Yes. Agreed. Like,
0: like obviously, we all, we all know, and I'm talking America here. We all know it's, it's obviously a Catholic Holy Day of Obligation, and that's why you all observe it, right? You fucking heathens. <laughs> no, of course not. But it's an Irish holiday, but when I, when I talk about the celebration, I mean America. You think of Boston. Yeah. Boston wins out, right? East Coast, where all the Irish win, apparently. The Italians went to New York. The Irish went to, went, to, went to Boston. You think of Boston, obviously you think of New York as well. All the East Coast places.
1: Midwest, you think of Chicago. Midwest, Chicago. I mean. And he and you've said this before. <laughs> Pat has. I have has, preached
0: this to people, man.
1: He said that Milwaukee, and I, I, yes. I'm very proud of this, and also slightly disturbed. Um, <laughs> he said that Milwaukee parties harder yeah. for St. Patrick's Day than any Anywhere. other city he's ever lived in or been
0: been to Boston, but I'm telling you, Boston, you've got
1: it's competition a lot man. to
0: live up to, and I'm not shitting you, man.
1: Guys, the bars open at like three o'clock in the morning in Milwaukee and don't close till like four I mean, in the people morning. People
0: take off work. Yeah, people take off. I mean, they they call, they use PTO. Yeah. yeah, they use PTO and say I'm not coming into work. Why? What are you doing? I'm gonna be on Water Street in Milwaukee at six o'clock in the morning, fucking drinking, and it is. It's a hard party in town, man. And I literally, it's just kind of like Midwesterners. When you go out to the West Coast, you realize, oh, shit, we're all alcoholics. <laughs> I like, that's not how normal people fucking drink. No,
1: normal people don't drink. Like, like it like was that. It
0: was still jarring for me being a Chicagoan, okay? To and see
1: how, how people drink for like 18 hours was that day. It crazy. And of
0: course, you know, I mean, uh, we're missing out on uh, the best part of the uh, day, of course. It's the day I knocked up AJ. It that's is.
1: Right. It's
0: the day I uh, slipped one past the goalie.
1: Happy babyversary. Thank you. Happy spermversary. <laughs> spermversary. <I don't>
0: <laughs> Sorry, what the fuck is that? Does our son know that by the way? I don't know. You want to tell him?
1: No. It'd be funny. No.
0: My, I he, didn't, he, he, he my said, mom told me that shit. She's like, your father came home from basic training.
1: Ew. And I
0: was like, oh, he's all fucking horned up from being a basic.
1: My mom told me I was conceived on the bedroom floor as an accident. Okay, That's these awesome. and I didn't ask. I did not ask. These are things you can't unhear. <laughs> so no. I'm That's not gonna give son. him another reason to despise us. Saint he's
0: a Day. But hey, man, enjoy St. Patrick's Day wherever you are. It is weird after you've been in a town that celebrates so hard, like Milwaukee. Myself and AJ, um, you know, tried to duplicate that in like other cities.
1: Lacrosse celebrated pretty hard, you know, but not. But it's just not as big. I was say, did they
0: or did they not? Well, they I was, did. I it's was just a, not l- as big. I was a little, I was a little upset at, at, at St. Patrick's Day in Lacrosse the two times that I celebrated. Disagree. It there.
1: Disagree. That city has a parade for St. Patrick's Day, which is a That's, true. that's a very small city. City to yeah. have a celebration They that do day. love parades
0: though in La Crosse, Wisconsin. And they do
1: love parades, but no, they they're they're pretty decent. Uh yeah. Central Wisconsin did absolutely nothing. Nothing,
0: right? Central Wisco is like don't give a shit.
1: Flint, the only thing that really went on was the St. Paddy's 5K, which is that's something they do every year. Yeah. And then the event our radio station threw at the Farmer's Market. Which, I mean,
0: people try and do. I mean, it's yeah. a naturally easy day to create an event, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the funny part. I think I'm still in charge of. Oh, shit, I am. Do it. Do uh, it. Oh, I'm still in charge of a This is funny. There's a uh, There was an old event that we threw. It's called Kegs and Eggs. I don't even know if it fucking did it happen no, it, one time.
1: It, it, kegs and eggs happened one time. One time. It, the, we had other ones, but Whatever. they were not kegs. We didn't do breakfast. Well,
0: that's the one that I have. So there's this kegs and eggs thing that we did in, in Flint. And or, what
1: they did is they, they set up a Facebook page for every single event we did and made us all admins on it.
0: Yeah, on the post and tell people to come. Yeah,
1: and of course, you know, a radio station doing live events didn't go so well, so they just stopped doing live events. And now there's all these, <laughs> these random Facebook pages? pages that are not being touched. Yeah. Except Pat found out that he is still the admin yeah. on the kegs and eggs page.
0: And how did I find out? Because people start posting on the page going, hey,
1: are we having this again? Are what? you guys
0: doing that? Egg
1: I'm like, why the fuck am I in charge? Here? And the event, because the event person they hired for the radio station took our job. So now there's it. no event person I'm gonna, to deal with it. I'm going to
0: throw it. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to post on there. It's happening. <laughs> Everyone go just show to up at the
1: Flint Farmers. Market. What?
0: Yes, yeah, show up to the Flint Farmers Market and <laughs> ask for too. breakfast and beer. He, just,
1: I think last year he posted a picture of uh, the Leprechaun from the Leprechaun movies, which yeah. is terrifying. Oh, that's right. You got to yeah. post something tomorrow because if you're still an admin on it, I say go. Nobody, nobody. We also, I mean, we also found out that our old radio station's Facebook page is also run by people in India now. They've sort outsourced. Well, it's, it. it's
0: run by social media management companies, which you know they are not are, in yeah, the United States. Folks that aren't here. So yeah.
1: I just don't feel like they'd notice if you yeah. do it. Because they're, they're not even running their own pages now.
0: <laughs> so, do you know, it. St. Patrick's Day is like this. is uh, It's a big, big day around here. So I don't know if it is in your world, right? That's why I'm, I'm talking like everyone's in Milwaukee. You could be in a S- Stevens Point and they could be like, we, we don't care. It's yeah. Friday. But it is Friday. Um, I think kind of cooler, though. You want to talk about days. And, and I really mean that. This week, if, if the Clark family had a Wikipedia page... This would be like a big week in our Wikipedia. Obviously, we all know how Irish AJ is, and we know she's an Irish dancer, and we know that she does all the Irish dancing, and this is the week of the Irish dancing. You guys are very popular this week, right? It's like a mariachi band around Cinco de Mayo, right? You got an uptick in business.
1: We are in demand.
0: So, uh, you know, that's a big thing for AJ, her passion um, of Irish dance and Irish culture. Our son, besides the fact that you guys just you know, heard there that we conceived him thanks to a... Milwaukee St. Patrick's Day <laughs> helped us along the way, right? God
1: almighty, we drank all day that day. <laughs>
0: um, but, you know, our son, he's in all that Celtic stuff and the drums. He's actually doing a few performances with his little uh, drum corps and, and bagpipe band, and they go out and bang on the drums for people on St. Patrick's Day. So they're doing that. Um Another weird one. My mom died on St. Patrick's Day.
1: Yeah, uh, we're pretty sure that was her last "fuck you" to me. Was dying like a few minutes before midnight on St. Patrick's Day because she, she, she knew how wait. much
0: you loved that goddamn holiday, and
1: she also hated me. So, um,
0: so you know, so it's, it's it's a weird day with a lot of uh, you know meanings on it, right?
1: I just remember the day she the day she died. We, my son and I, was, weren't you
0: supposed to go see her?
1: No. Um, no, cause we had danced at her place that like a few days prior. Mm-hmm. Um, but our son, uh, it was, but he Irish danced for like a year yeah. and this was his first St. Patrick's day where he Irish danced with the school. So basically you just go out and you dance at different pubs, different places all yeah. day long. Old He's folks gone. homes. He was so, yeah, lots of assisted livings. He fell asleep in the car, which was amazing. And I was like, holy shit. Did we wear him out? We got home, we got in our jammies, got in bed and started watching TV. He's, he's out like a light. Pat comes upstairs as soon as I crawl into bed in my jammies and he goes, Hey, my mom's place called. I'm like, Got No, to not tonight. That's right. No, Satan. <laughs> and yeah, she, was, she had died already. But so we had to go over there.
0: For me, though. um the Are you be
1: okay with that this week? I mean, as am fine. I say, you it's don't. Five
0: years, I'm fine. Um, for the
1: first couple of years, he was like, Please don't put up any St. Patrick's. It was weird because, you
0: know, AJ loves to throw up any. Uh, Holiday in the house, which God bless her. That's why she's a woman and why I'm married to her because if I was a guy, It'd be, you know, literally as I had before I met her. Eminem posters on the wall;
1: <laughs> they were framed, but they were Eminem posters. It's funny, there's an Eminem poster over his. Yeah, but now children. that's a, <laughs>
0: that's a, it's a, it's an autograph lithograph. Yes. It's different than. It's
1: not like the one you get at Walmart. <laughs> the team, bop.
0: <laughs> I used to love the fucking poster rack at Walmart.
1: Like, I still, still, I'll check it out once but, in a while. It's still pretty good.
0: Uh, you know, so no AJ traditionally like a very good woman of the house. She loves to decorate, and yes, with all the holidays, things do kind of explode in the house. As as I say, I leave my office and then I come out of it, and then it's like, whatever fucking holiday it is, is here. It's Christmas time, it's uh, Easter, it's Halloween, and yes, with St. Patrick's Day being the Super Bowl of this woman's life, her, her life, her culture, all that shit, she goes fucking extra like she doesn't go extra for everything you know that was like aj's uh, are you
1: aware that i have never decorated for easter are you aware of that well that's a religious one
0: though. easter <laughs> i'm gonna give you a pat because you don't you know what you don't decorate for passover either no shit because we're not jewish like
1: i hate, I hate pastels okay that's why i don't decorate for easter I hate pastels.
0: yeah so i just remember i was kind of like listen do me a favor maybe back off on saint patrick's day for a year or two right i was yeah. still going through therapy But regardless of the actual day, right, when I said that this week is kind of a big week if we had a Wikipedia page for our family, um, it's a big week, I feel like, because actually uh, on the day before, the 16th of March, very important day when I look back to uh, our timeline. And uh, what happened that day was we attended an awards gala. Now, I'm not going to lie. When you're in the broadcast biz, you kind of end up at a lot of those.
1: Yeah, whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not. (laughs)
0: And they're not necessarily awards for like broadcasts, right? There is just awards, Chamber of Commerce awards. Rarely
1: did we go to awards where we were receiving awards. We just had to go and be there. But you
0: do a lot of events. You do a lot of charity stuff. That's great. Um, We were attending an awards ceremony uh, for NAMI of Michigan. Now NAMI, N A M I, is a National Alliance on Mental Illness. And uh, as as you know, you may have not known when we were on the radio, we were kind of forward thinking with this stuff, yeah. and we would talk about depression, mental illness. Uh, my mom's bipolar diagnosis, anxiety, anxiety. Our son's autism Eating diagnosis, disorders. We talk about all types of stuff that I mean, you know, I don't know. I I guess the normal wacky fluffy morning zoo. You know, that's not normal stuff that people would, like, talk about. They talk about birthdays of the day and the horrible scopes, right?
1: And no, nor, not everybody liked it. Yeah, I, I, was, I mean, Which I, I, I'm sure people honest, tuned out, right? I could give a shit. Yeah. I mean, not everybody's going to like everything you say anyway.
0: But that's a lot of, like, material. We used to go to that mine a lot because it was comfortable for us. We liked talking about it. And we started doing some work with NAMI, great organization. And then they informed us, hey, we're throwing this award ceremony, and we want you guys to come. Because you're winning an award, yeah, and that was a lot different. Normally, we're there because they want us to MC yeah. it or something like that. So we ended up attending this award um, in downtown Detroit. It's, was that the rent's End? Yeah, it was at, at, at the Rent That is the famed downtown Detroit three tower, yeah, uh, building that you've seen in all the skyline shots, right?
1: And it's just as awesome inside. As very, 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 very cool.
0: So we go to this thing, I'm as um, predictably uh, anxious and awkward as I would be around people who I think are probably better than me, uh, either financially or uh, status-wise or intelligence. That
1: was the hard part about all these events we had to go to as radio jocks, is that So many rich people. So many rich people. So many rich people. We were supposed to just kind of blend in. And we didn't because we weren't rich. And, like, you know, I'm like, I got this dress off Rent the Runway, man. (laughs) Cat bought his suit off Amazon. (laughs) Like, come on.
0: You look at an actual photo of us at this event, right, which happened on uh, March 16th, 2019. I shit you not, I'm wearing black jeans, a black blazer, and a tuxedo (laughs) T-shirt. And in only the kind of irony that the world can provide us, in the background of the shot is a guy sitting there in an actual tuxedo, yeah, like an old guy with his like drink. And I'm like, so that was the kind of waters that these crowds were in. And even though it's themed around NAMI, I just, you know, we were all kind of awkward about it. We knew like one person there and we, we got handed the award. It was very nice. And I just remember saying that night, um, I don't feel, and this is kind of a weird non-ego thing for me to say, right? I was starting to destroy my ego at that point. I said, Boy, I don't feel like we really did anything to uh, deserve this award.
1: Which was not true. We did a lot of work with NAMI. A lot of work. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but a lot of it was just having them on
0: and talking, and whether it was promoting an event or promoting their support meetings or just talking about mental health in general, and then always saying, hey, you can always call NAMI or here's their website. Um, I didn't feel like it was worthy of being in this historic building in downtown Detroit at a black tie. Uh, affair being handed a statewide award, which meant we were doing more than any other media partner, which that also, also shocked me too. I was like, really it didn't shock me at all. But,
1: but so like you said, mental health is still, especially a little taboo, right? It's a little taboo yeah. to talk about, uh, you know, in the media and stuff.
0: So, you know, that night that happened, did we stay downtown that night?
1: No, we went home because mm-hmm. we had this conversation on 75 on the way That's home.
0: Fucking right. And that was kind of my general thought. Very appreciative for the award, but just feeling, boy, this is all it takes, right? Like, we need to do more as a society if I'm just winning an award for talking about this on the radio. And that was the night that it was born, you know, I think I want to really do something in that industry. And I'm not going to lie, there wasn't a hope and a prayer that I thought I could ever become a therapist.
1: There wasn't a hope and a prayer that you could ever get out of radio. Listen, you guys got to understand, for years we talked about what happens if this all goes south, what do we do? And Pat was always very much like, he'd wash his hands of it, be like, all I do is radio, that's it. So I was, I always felt this immense pressure, like, okay, well, that means it's on me to go get a normal job or go back to school, which I didn't want to do either of those. And all of a sudden, Pat has this like spark of creativity and uh passion and he's like I want to get out of radio and do something with mental health
0: I mean I will say for the way and i was so
1: excited but, <laughs>
0: but the way we had predicted right that one day and you know that that the the radio circus may come to an end right it's just like being an actor or a band eventually you just stop getting calls for gigs well right? at
1: this point too with AI trust or me there's all no of more you, your snap. favorite jocks will all you get know. that call
0: <laughs> but you know so you it's it's something you always kind of have in the uh, back of your head and yes for a long Time, uh, just by lots of circumstances, it was very much like I would say, Well, I don't know, this is all I can do, so you know, I don't know, and I would say that halfly because I really believe that about myself, and secondly, because AJ really was and always has been, um, a jackass because you're not a jack, right? A Jane, a Jane of all trades, you have to give me pronouns. It's she's fine. a Jane of all trades. I mean, she really, I mean, when I met her, like most people I met. When there are radio people, we we're fucking radio yeah. people. Like, I mean, they lived it, breathed it, shot it up in their veins every night. And that's all they did. And you were always kind of this, well, I was, I was going to school for journalism. But then I also do acting. And then I do dancing. And then I do radio. And you you reminded me very much more of kind of the modern-day influencers. Yeah. They kind of have this deck of cards, and they do a little bit of everything, right? Maybe I I rap a little bit, and I have a podcast, and I do MMA fighting, and I have a radio show, and I do this. So I always, and, and you were just, again, you're a fucking doer, man. You get shit done. You just put your mind to it. So in, it was a little selfish of me to think, well, you know, if this radio thing's ever going to come to an end, like I know she can find something else to do.
1: Yeah, and I agreed with him. I wasn't concerned about it. I was I was more concerned, and this is totally selfish on my end. yeah I did not want to go back to school because I had just finished you
0: paying off school. <laughs> she always went for some reason, and I feel like there's always career waves like this. She would fall back on, oh, but I don't know if I want to be a nurse. And I don't know if it, if that was just because that was the wave of like a lot of people going back and getting into nursing. Oh yeah. But I remember, yeah, you would say stuff like, Oh, I just don't know if I want to be a nurse. But that just showed me that you had that kind of do attitude where if there were no radio jobs left, if no one's calling anymore
1: I could go do something else. You
0: would figure it out. That's just how you work. So that's kind of the rules that we always operated under.
1: So when he started talking about doing something different and like he was adamant about it. Like it was
0: my thing. Like it was not a fleeting thought. This was like, I want to fucking do it.
1: And he also, you know, he kind of like asked my permission. He's like, listen, if I'm going to go back to school, can you know, do you mind if I go back to school while we're working in radio? And do you mind it? Because eventually that would mean, The radio show's over.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, mean, yeah, that's, I'm also, I mean, that would be the other plan is that with me wanting to do this, this means. Radio's over. That I'm going to get out of that career. And the last I checked was Pat and AJ. So I had to kind of check you like, yo, do you want me to like, is it cool if I get out?
1: It was I was fucking thrilled. I was thrilled. <laughs> Never top. once did top. I say I don't know about this. All, no I said as long as I don't have to go back to school all right she was now, concerned about. and I like I wasn't even concerned about finding another job. I'm like, when this which, is over, I'm not concerned about that either. I'm just glad you found something. Which, you by the to way, do. just
0: because you keep reiterating that, and and this is just now, this is a social worker in me. I don't want you to scare anyone off. Do you have any, like, you know, I don't think anyone out there is like, yay, I want to go back to school. Is that past kind of school trauma, difficulty talking? No, that's
1: financial difficulty Okay, talking. so, all
0: right, that's financial experience. Yes, so you're talking college, yes. through the lens of, which we've talked about before, AJ was thrown to the wolves and part of that millennial generation of just pay off, get the loans, and you'll be fine. So you're speaking purely off the fact that you got a four-year degree yeah, uh, that you had to finance, that you had to pay off over many, many years. That's kind of your, that was your negative view of I don't want to go back to school. I'm not going back. Okay, now taking that part away, right? Because I will, and also we have to remember little things like this. AJ, like a lot of people, a lot of us out there, myself included for my undergrad, we did not do the ROI. No. We didn't sit there. AJ, tell everyone what you graduated with. U of M Panther.
1: Theater and journalism. Theater and journalism. With a minor in art history. (laughs) Holy shit.
0: So let's just say I do not think that you were expecting to make six figures.
1: Never. No. Ever.
0: Okay. No, I was just
1: expecting. to I'm like, yeah. keep yourself fed and alive and it's <laughs> so, fine. So Yeah,
0: right. You, you know, obviously uh, that changes. That's different with everyone, yeah. right? So I don't want anyone out there to think that school is a barrier. No. Maybe, maybe you need a change and you're like, holy shit. I'm like her. I don't want to go back to school. Listen, reassess that. If you want, maybe you never went cool. Time to go. Yeah. Two, maybe you're like me. You did an undergrad, and now 20 years later, you say, well, if I'm going to go back, it's going to be for a master's. Yeah. Uh, Cool. Trust me. It is attainable. You can do it. I walked into my therapist's office. This is how this happened, right? Because this was literally almost a, a year to the day when my mom died. Yeah. And my mom dying. Was a huge trauma for me.
1: It was a huge trauma, and not only that, but we were we were becoming very miserable at work. Yeah, we were upset we at were work. We were just chugging along, yeah. so it, this yeah. was like a means to an end. Yeah, it, it,
0: it was just you know I had I needed something. And a year before I started going to therapy every week, I had my therapist. I'd go in there every week and we figured out, unpacked my mom's death, unpacked our relationship, started to unpack me. And then I had that spark, right, talking to you on the drive home. And then I go into my therapist's office and I sit down and I just fucking declare, I figured it out. And I give her the whole speech. And then I go, I think I want to do what you want to do. And, of course, I just didn't think, you know, you think of that and you're like, that's fucking doctors and shit like that. I can't attain that. And she sits there and she looks at me and she goes, great, let's put it together, man.
1: She was integral in this. Whole
0: and I thing. mean, we sat there and we discussed about different pads, how it goes, what kind of education do you already have? What Here's the kind of education you need. And I shit you not. Think about this. And this is, again, to prove we can all do what we want to do at certain times because I am by far much not like AJ, the doer. I'm the thinker. That revelation happened on March 16th. I was enrolled, accepted, and starting classes in September
1: of the same year. Six months later. Yeah.
0: And then, of course, the goddamn pandemic happened. Let's not talk about that. But I mean, that was like, I figured it out that night. I went and got an opinion. I put together an action plan, and I remember, like, it all went very, like, boom, 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 domino. It was like, I had the thought. I had someone kind of say, you can do this. I put together my options. Uh, I looked at school options. I looked at financing options. Right? Went down to uh, University of Michigan, Ann Arbor.
1: Yeah, we did. We went on a campus tour.
0: Was literally, this is really funny, on a Zoom meeting, god damn it, before fucking Zoom was a thing, and I should have bought goddamn stock. Stock.
1: (laughs) Fuck I was on a Zoom
0: meeting with the folks at the USC School of Social Work the week that we all found out about Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky. Imagine, have, imagine trying to talk to a new recruit about how much money he's going to talk to get into the school. And all over the fucking news is how these rich people have been buying their way <laughs> into the school. I think I, I actually told him, are you having a tough week?
1: And they said, yes, I, I
0: think he was like, yes, it they is were like, this up. sucks. <laughs> I'm like, don't worry about it. Too. I
1: should clarify, by the way, I do think the older you get, I think you're better off going back to school. Well, you're going to look at it differently. I and I absolutely like if I were to go back to school now, I would look at it differently. I would definitely put, put more work in, yeah. you know, at that age, you're just you're all over the place. Yeah. I just didn't want to pay for it. Well, yeah, no, but I mean, I, that's
0: why I wanted to figure out, like, right there. learning when shit. You kinda, I do. You kept reiterating, and I just wanted to figure out where is that coming it's from. It's all is, money, yeah. Is that coming from money, which for me, and I should set that up, too. Maybe this is the difference in myself and AJ. Why I was like, cool, let's go for it. Because I uh, had my undergrad uh, financed, yep. right? I am the only child of an only child of Polish immigrants. And since the day I was born in 1978, I had grandparents and a mother who started stashing away money for me to go to college. And it was always made very aware. You're going to go to college. This is what you're going to do. Yeah. So, Hey, I'm one of those 96 to 2000. They paid. Yeah. Now everything else was on me. Don't get me wrong. I had my own apartment. I was living my own life. I worked full time and went to school full time, but I did not experience what AJ experienced, which was about 20 years of debilitating debt. Yeah. In a pretty low paying career. Right. And so Maybe because I didn't have those negative feelings attached when the school part became a part of the conversation because it quickly did. It, yeah. was, it goes, okay, you want to do this. Here's the steps of doing it. You need to get this degree. You need to do this schooling. You need to do this internships. You need to get this kind of license. I'll
1: never forget that first phone call with a uh, financial aid where I had used up my grace period. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to start needing monthly payments for you." from you. And I said, okay. Um, I said, well... My checks are about $690 a piece. Mm. And they said, okay, well, your minimum payment per month is $430. And I literally lost my mind. I'm like, I can't afford to live paying you back that much. It was yeah. just it was just bad. It was a bad experience. Yeah. And we've all seen what's happened. Well, with- I, I was going to say, you're not the only one. No.
0: There's tons of people. And listen, I'm fortunate as fuck for having that, um, that experience. I don't know there's plenty of other families that either A... Um, did not have the means or B let's be honest. Didn't want to make the sacrifice, yeah. right? P- trust me. I, there are little things that I realize why I never got them. And it's because how much they pinch pennies yeah. to get to me get to you college, to yeah. get me into college. Um, so yeah, maybe it could, because I didn't have that negative, um, experience of what it, what it was going to be like, you know, I started just doing this like dollars and cents wise. It was yeah. okay. How much is this degree going to cost me? Right. How much am I going to make in this career? Is this going to be affordable? Right. And myself and AJ started doing the math, and it's like anything else. Okay. Well, you know, that program's not going to work, <clears throat> USC, because it was too expensive. It's $103,000.
1: Oh, Lord.
0: It's $103,000 for University a fucking- University,
1: U of M was- U
0: of M was good. It was like 60? Like
1: Except it was a hybrid program, which it we were- It was in concerned. person, yeah. So he would have to drive from Flint to Ann Arbor like twice a week. And we- Normally that would be fine, but A, uh, I'll just say a 23, if you live in Flint- 20, If anyone my knows Michigan driving, yeah. 23 is always a nightmare for some reason. And I'm also like, holy shit, you're going to school right before winter starts. It's what happens when there's 12 inches of snow and exactly. you have to drive to Ann Arbor. That's not going to work either.
0: So eventually I end up uh, settling on a great program uh, out, of, out of New York City. It's uh, Fordham University. All online. And um, I started that, like we said, in the fall. And before we knew it, I was doing school and doing a radio show and doing an internship. And God knows there came a pandemic and you can imagine what happened at that point. But the long story is, that two weeks after our broadcast career was ended, by our place of employment saying, Hey, times are tough. We need to make cuts. It's nothing you did, but it's the pandemic. You got to go, right? The day we all knew would come. Well, two weeks after that day, when that news was delivered and we had our last radio show, I uh, finished my last class and officially had completed the requirements. Uh, for my master's in social work. And I shit you not when I say that I told the company when they were firing us because they thought they were really sending us. And I'm not saying they like in a positive way. Yeah. Like our boss was our direct boss was fucking devastated. Yeah. He was shook as he fuck. He was the best guy ever. He felt so terrible. Because it wasn't his call. Because no, cause he knows too when we're getting fired as a radio show, you're not just firing one person in a house. You're taking out everything.
1: Not only are you taking out everything, right? but like it was a clusterfuck on his part, too, because then it was like, what do you do what with the morning yeah. It was a shit show. But it
0: was like, you know, we we got let go, and they told us why. It's pandemic, blah, blah, blah. No big deal. And then I kind of go, let me tell you something. And I shit you not, I lay this all on him. And I almost saw the face of relief wash over all of them. Yeah. Right? People that I'm not even sure fucking like me. But they all seemed a little bit relieved
1: that they weren't throwing us out on our ass that they're like, <laughs> fuck,
0: I can't believe we're firing them right during before
1: a, Christmas during a pandemic. During, I mean,
0: yeah, just everything was wrong. And so, and, and that wasn't for me to then be like, ha ha, I have a plan. It no. was just like, yo, I got things figured out. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You guys do you, we're going to be cool deuces. And that was kind of the little bow on that. And now today, uh, it's 2023, right? It's five years. Since my mom died, four years since um, I had this revelation. And as we just mentioned, I uh, got done seeing clients because I'm a therapist. You are. I see people every day. I have a little office right here out of my home. I have a private practice that I run virtually.
1: You should be very proud of yourself. And I mean that.
0: I mean, right behind me, you know, I have the degree that I earned below that. I have the licensing requirement certificate in the state of Arizona. And uh, I cash a check every two weeks. The sun still rises. And I'm just here to say that because, as AJ said, there was a time when I sat there and said, listen, when all the radio shows are finally over.
1: He basically insinuated he'd be like he would live on the couch. I'm going like, to be. He's like, I'm going to become part listen, of the couch, and the couch will become part of me. At best, I mean. The couch is in the house. <laughs> at At best,
0: maybe I'll find myself a job at the station, gas station.
1: (laughs) DJ at the clubs on the weekends for kids half your age. Oh, fuck.
0: And instead, you know, here we are um, really, and I honestly mean this, living our best possible lives. And that's not to discount the broadcast career, right? That was good for then. This is good for now. And I don't know what's going to be good in 20 years. But all I know is it started with a spark. Yeah. It started with an idea, and I know a lot of people out there struggle with that, and I'm not talking just radio people, but trust me, I got a fuck ton of radio friends, as AJ kind of brought up. There's AI technology now kind of being introduced in the radio. Yeah,
1: I mean, radio docs have been fucked for a while, now we're just dead.
0: There's another reckoning, and I know there's radio brethren of mine from the old world who were day kind of... Probably having these same thoughts of what the fuck am I going to do?
1: Because you are going to get fired. Everybody knows it in radio. You will get fired, even if it's for nothing.
0: But even if it's not that, I don't know. Maybe you're working in just a fucking career that you hate and you're done, right? Or you're in another career that you know is going the way of the dodo, right? You're one of these guys. I'm trying to think of careers that are going away, but you know. Radio. (laughs) Besides that one, right? Newspapers. (laughs) Just follow the spark. But I'm going to tell you this. A spark needs to be nurtured. A spark. Yeah needs to be blown on when you got a little bit of kindling and the spark becomes a little bit of a flame and then flame becomes a fire.
1: So you got to you got to do something about it. And I I've, I've said that since we moved here, I have so many friends who still work in the industry and bitch yeah. all day, every day, 24/7 about their jobs. Yeah. And I have even tried to get a couple of them a job at where I work. I'm like, "Hey, I got a great job for you. You'll use your radio skills, but it's not radio. You'll be in a union, you'll be protected." And all of them have chickened out. All of them have taken a step back and yeah. said, "Nope, I'm good." Change is hard. They would rather stay at the job they hate and bitch about yeah. it nonstop. And, and and that's fine. That's your choice. But it, sometimes making that scary change can really pay off.
0: And listen, it could be. Scary. I mean, you can it ask. Is terrifying. It's terrifying. You can ask AJ what happened. I think we've told this story before. But I literally fell into a week long depression. Yeah. After I started my grad school program, he
1: freaked out.
0: Because of a adverse reaction to a uh, first homework assignment, right? Pat Pat felt like he was a complete, utter failure. That's right.
1: He, you got a bad grade on your very first assignment. And no, he- I
0: didn't even get a bad grade. I wrote a paper, which if you know anything about fucking master's programs, that's all you're going to do is paper, write paper, papers. Paper, 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 But I wrote my very first paper, submitted it online, and of course I knew nothing, right? I hadn't been in school in 20 years. Been in radio for God's sake. And very quickly, this paper comes back to me in an email, and I'm thinking, oh, wow, they already read it. Well, what do they say? And they said, hey, this thing isn't formatted correctly. I, I, I can't even look at it. <laughs> and they went on to tell me, hey, this is how things need to be formatted. Yeah. By the way, it's called APA format. It's a huge pain in the ass. It's
1: so stupid, but it is what it is.
0: But I literally had that response. I called AJ.
1: I was in Milwaukee. Yeah, remember? You, you were gone. I was helping my parents and I got a call in the hotel and he is just melting down. And I'm like, listen, it's formatting. Formatting's stupid. Just learn how to do it. Yeah. You're you'll be fine. I remember I kept telling him, I'm like, and I yeah. remember what I said? We're gonna look back at this phone yeah. call and laugh. And it won't be tomorrow, it won't be next month, but we will look back at that phone call where you at you freaked out and we'll laugh about it. And now we can laugh about it.
0: I mean, it, trust me, it flipped my fucking switch for a week.
1: He was literally like, I can't do this. I'm not good enough. I, I, And he just went, he just locked himself in the bedroom for a week.
0: But just like AJ said, right? We did look back on it and kind of smirk. Why? Because I went online, I learned about the formatting, handed in the paper, of course, got a good grade on it. And that started the first step in a long journey through some very troubled times, right? You got good grades too. Fuck, I did, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. And now here I am doing what I'm doing. So what I'm saying is, you may have, think you've lost that spark, but maybe you just haven't nurtured it. And the next time it comes along, right, go ahead. See what you can't make happen. You may have a fire burning in no time. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. AJ Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.